Hi, and welcome to the Sam Dever Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Dever. Today's guest is KC Kristan. KC is a children's book author, actor, artist, and is currently in school studying sociology. He has also worked private high-end security for a variety of people in the sports and entertainment fields. I've had the pleasure of knowing and working with KC over the past several years. I visited KC's home in Las Vegas, and we had a conversation. Like that? Sure. We're going to begin the conversation. He's examined me. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. Thanks. Good to be seen. It's seeing. really good Likewise, to see you, man. Because what's it been? Like seven months? Has it? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That, it's been that long? It's been that long. What's this? September. It's almost October. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, no, it's been longer. I think since I've seen you, seen you, because I didn't see you my last time in town in February. Right. So it's been yeah, it's been. <laughs> time, man. It, 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 uh, older you get, right? Yeah, you look good though. You got the the tracksuit you've been telling me about, the glasses. Yeah, I I, uh, I like to be comfortable, man. Very comfortable, but you can still be stylish, you know. So that's my thing: comfort and stylish. And I'll tell you, um, I was doing. Um, I was assisting with security for Elton John when he came to MGM. He, he did a private concert. Recently? Uh, what was that? 2018? I think. Okay. When he had his residency out here, right? No, 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 no. Um, you know, conventions come to come town. Mm-hmm. Certain companies have just disposable income. Mm-hmm. And, um, they will hire a musical act to to entertain, you know, the people who come to the conventions, private concert deal. And uh, this particular group hired Elton John. And, you know, he was in his dressing room, put on his costume, but when he was ready to go, he changed, he changed into an Adidas tracks. And I said, man, okay. That, that's, that's, I'm going to check that out. Shoot, I put one on, and that was it. Never been the same. So you're telling me Elton John inspired you to wear the Adidas tracksuit. Yeah. I had to see. I had no, see, this is why I wanted to do this. Yeah, so he, I, I never would have known that, like, ever. Yeah. Elton John, because he has, he has this, this, this little portable dressing room. Yeah. And he stepped in, and it was hanging up. He zipped it up, changed his clothes, came out in an Adidas tracksuit, zipped it down. We took him, got him the limo, took off. Now that's he took off. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he had some crazy glasses. No, he was, well, when he came out of his portable dress room, mm-hmm. no, he just had on his regular, regular okay. specs, yeah. See, that's the thing, like, I've never really, I've always known you do security, or I've done, like, high-end security, but, right. you know, I really haven't heard too many stories uh, of you doing security. That's because, you know, you try to <laughs> you try to keep the client's privacy yeah. private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of stories, man. How did you even get into that? Like, what, how did you just go from being able to do security for, like, an Elton John? 
That's something you just don't sign up for. Right. You know what I mean? Well, the reason I was with Elton John is because I was working at the Grand Garden Arena at MGM. And that's where, you know, this, this group was having their annual convention mm -hmm. at the ballrooms, etc. But when they wanted this concert, um, they had to use the arena. And so I was security lead in the arena. So naturally, anything that comes in and out onto the property is our responsibility. So I'm with these people to ensure that you know everything is is okay and needs are met, etc. Mm -hmm. So I'm with these people while they are there. So um, Brad Garrett, uh, Elton John, Mark Anthony. Tony Bennett, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, talking about some very iconic people. Uh, I've had the pleasure to to work with and around, you know, Canelo Alvarez. Um, Lots of fighters Manny too, Pacquiao. right? Wow. Yeah, you know, you're around all of these, all of these people. You know, shout out to Bill Pegg, security manager at uh, MGM, because he's the one that really got me into it. Mm. But uh, it's interesting, man. It's, it's interesting. You see a lot of stuff. You do a lot of stuff. I was with the CEO for iHeartRadio one time. You know, the people that we were interacting with, with him, you know, you're talking about Jared Leto. That you're just standing there in a conversation with. Mm. It's, it can be surreal at times. To say, man, you know, I've seen this person in in film, on television, or music, and now I'm standing literally shoulder to shoulder with him. Mm. It's something, man. It kind of uh, what's the word? Desensitize you to celebrity a little bit. Like when you see these people now, it's like, well, it's just yeah, it can know, do that. Yeah. Although I was never a big fan fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I, you know, I appreciated, I, I appreciate their craft and their talent, uh, but I was only starstruck twice. Who? Um, Bruce Willis. Oh, that's first a good time one. I met him. That's 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 definitely you get a pass what for was that. that. Oh, two. <laughs> and then Prince, of course. Oh well. Yeah, I think those are acceptable. Jesus, man. Every interview I've heard. People talking about Prince, like that guy just had like a presence like no other. Yeah, it's true. Like you were if you were in a room with him, you you didn't you didn't even have to know who he was. Like this this cat's yeah, different. True. This dude is on a different Now there's certain people that have that. Mm. It's just certain people. Uh Jared Leto has it. Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal has that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He's great. Jake Gyllenhaal has that because when the um, what fight was that? I think that was Mayweather Pacquiao fight. He was there. He was there because he was promoting his film Southpaw. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was with him uh, 
I wasn't with him a, a long time, but long enough to watch him and observe him and, you know, make sure he was okay. Mm. And, man, yeah, there's something about this cat. Yeah, he, he had it. You know, one of the people that, um, they don't need anything. Mm. And and in the in the in the purest sense, they don't need anything from people or just anything. in general. It just appears that this person doesn't need anything, and they just move through the crowd and through life. Of course, I'm 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 a permanent here, but there's a certain calm that they have, and you know. Not needy or not yeah. prima donna like they exactly yeah because you have some prima donna you you, you have some real uh, how dare you people <laughs> you, you, you you have some people that if you never saw them again it would be too soon <laughs> you know and it's a shame too because they they portray themselves as such. Nice people. Oh, I see him on TV. Really? Yeah, really. This person is a, you know, it's ridiculous. And then, you know, you have, and because they are that way, their staff is a particular way. Oh, no, 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 you can't talk. You better get your motherfucking hand off me, man. I can talk to him. What? Hey, what are you talking about? You breathe the same way yeah. I breathe. Like. <laughs> what do you mean I can't talk to Do you want the information or not? <laughs> oh, they're, they're, you're saying like they'll say you can't even talk to them like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or oh, you can't go down the hallway. We don't want people down this hallway. Like, Do you own the work hallway? Here. Yeah. I work here. <laughs> I can go anywhere I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> what you talking about? I can't go down the hallway. If I need to go down the hallway, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Because <laughs> the dressing rooms were in a particular section of the arena mm. and you got these overzealous assistants and tour managers yeah we don't want anyone going down the hallway now we don't want anyone going in the dressing room okay yeah i got you down the hallway <laughs> man you better get out of my face man <laughs> talking about yeah, yeah so uh, no man that's interesting I yeah think. it is man well, that's why you have the luxury of uh, being the first on here. Uh, I noticed the mic wasn't even plugged in all the way, so. <laughs> Who's the audio guy? Yeah, he's, he's fired. fired the first he's fired. Time I just fired myself. And he's ugly. Gosh, you told so many good <laughs> Yeah. No. Well, we were talking about your security. Your, uh, right, right. Yeah, 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 you know how Elton John inspired your right. Adidas yeah. track suits. Right. And how some celebrities are really down to earth, some yeah. don't go down the hallway. Like you said, could you take me through that one more time? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, honestly, I don't even know if that is, is the celebrity hmm. who's saying that. I think it's just an overzealous employee. You the know. manager, the. Yeah, tour manager. Personal assistant, um, you know, because on the west side of the arena is where the dressing rooms are. Mm -hmm. So when you so when you're watching 
these fights and you see the boxers in the room or or something to that effect, they're on the west side of the arena. So you got these these cats, Demi Lovato's people in particular. Demi Lovato, man, come on. So you're not talking about Prince or fucking, you know, Madonna. And it, would, it wouldn't even be okay if it was them, but I'm just saying. You know, we don't want anyone coming down the hallway. Man, I work here. I can go anywhere I want to go. You know, don't go in the dressing room. I got it. Yeah. All right, that's reasonable. Yeah. Don't walk down the hallway. I mean, you better get out of my face before I <laughs> trespass you and 86 you off the property. Now, how would you feel about that? Mm. And we've done that to some people, man. Oh, really? You put them in their place? Oh, yeah. How do they react hey, to that? Hey, man, that's like me coming into your home telling you what's going to happen. Mm. I don't care if you brought a bottle of wine, you know, because that's the way it is. Well, because we're coming in here to do a show, we're going to tell you how things are going to be run. And they find out very quickly, nah, man, you, you're out of your mind if you think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and usually that's all it takes, but sometimes... It's like, no, you're not welcome here. Mm. And then they try it. You know, they think you aren't serious. And then you show them, no, we're serious. You either leave or the police are going to escort you off. Yeah, so it's happened to a few people. I'd rather not say who, but mm -hmm. that's the way it is, man. But Bruce Willis and Prince. Yeah, that was the only time I, I really you were like starstruck. Jeez, man. Yeah, this dude is. Yeah. Yeah, every time Bruce Willis, Pulp Fiction, man. Pulp Fiction and Sixth Sense. But I guess what was the other obviously big movie? Was it Die Hard? Was mm -hmm. that him in that series? Yeah, well, that was his franchise. Yeah, that, is that what really got him going? Like in terms of like yeah. on the map? Well, Moonlighting, right? Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd. I don't think I saw that. It was a series. Oh, okay. Yeah, Moonlighting. You know, he did some stuff on Miami Vice and then... Um, yeah, the Die Hard series is what really kicked them off. Mm. Yeah, which they should have stopped at three, but is that yeah. where Danny Glover always says, "I'm too old for this shit"? Is that, is that a different movie? It's Lethal Weapon. Oh! <laughs> yeah, it's Lethal Weapon. Well, those like they're like similar series, aren't they? Uh, like you know what I mean? Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, like kind of like same ballpark. <laughs> kind of. I mean. There are similarities, but I, I really wouldn't. Yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> see, that's what I appreciate about you is you uh, you're always educating me on new books, <laughs> movies I need to watch. When you told me like, yo, you really need to watch Bad Lieutenant. Yeah. And you just kept telling NC me. NC seventeen version. The NC seventeen version right, of Bad Lieutenant, right. and I watched Bad Lieutenant, and sure enough, blow your wow. mind. Wow. Yeah. Blew my mind. Like, never King of New York. It. Um, you told me about that one. Uh, what, what's the other one? The uh, you better come on in, man. <laughs> Superfly. Superfly. <laughs> yes, yes. Ron O'Neill, Superfly. Not Ron. this new trash. I don't know what the. Anyway, some things you just don't remain. Mm. Like they tried to do Bad Lieutenant with Nick Cage. Like Nick Cage. Funny story about Nick Cage too. But... Oh yeah, what's that? <laughs> He lives out in Vegas. Yeah. Right? Okay. Nah, I, I'd rather not say. I'll tell you off camera. Okay. It's funny, man. Just 
Nick. He's an was, amazing actor. He's really I like good. Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, this shit went down and it happened. Nick, get your life together. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, later. well, yeah, I, I, I'll tell you. It's it was embarrassing, but mm. I'm like, oh. yeah. How much of whether it was movies or books, you know, helped you in your own development on your path? Or how much of it, you know, inspired you? Right um, you know, from your fashion to how you carry yourself to, you know, everything. Well, you know, I've I've always um, I've always appreciated art. I, I, from culinary to, you know, even when I was a little guy, I was I was drawing. You know, I saw the artistic things in objects. Uh, and so it's always been a part of my life, whether it was film, you know, I would be the guy that would pick out and find funny this just quirky moment in a particular film that no one else got. And I would say, man, who wrote, how, you know, how, how did that happen? Well, somebody had to write that. So I began to appreciate film from a different perspective, you know, the actual filmmaking process I, I, I fell in love with, man, which is why I look at, uh, I look for, for off the grid movies. Like I saw a um, movie, hilarious, dark comedy, but it was hilarious. Uh, Mr. America mm. with, um, what's that dude's name? Tim, Tim and Eric, that do the Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. They oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's Eric. It's the shorter one. Uh-huh. And he was running for district attorney in San Bernardino. Hilarious. You know, it's, it's man, <laughs> it's hilarious. But um, to your question, uh, you know, I would see myself in a lot of film and a lot of the characters and... You know, even when I began to 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 read at the level and frequency that I was, I saw the import of this and how it can affect society and why this person is writing what they are writing. You know, so that's just my dog. He's <laughs> got a cone on, man. So you know. <laughs> He 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 doesn't like it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's very important culturally. I wish more people did it. We wouldn't have so many dummies running around, educate themselves, making you mean? babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta educate yourself, man. Gotta educate yourself. Have you always been a big reader? Like, well, I know no, you're, I know you're no. a big reader, but like, what what, what no, got you? No, I haven't into... always been a big reader, yeah. man. Because you have a very... What got me book? into it? Um, I'll tell you what got me into reading, man. Two things got me into reading. Uh, 90s rap. Hmm. Um, 90s rap was, at a certain point, it was very pro-black. You know, pan-African. You know, you had a lot of rappers who were influenced by the Nation of Islam. They were wearing the kufis, um, you know, like Poor Righteous Teachers, uh, 
Most Deaf Black Star, you know, X-Clan. And, you know, I like their music. And in the X-Clan, the X-Clan in particular, you know, they, man, their first album was just, it was, it was, it was fly, man. Mm. But I'm listening to, to their album, man, and um, I'm saying, man, who are these people they're talking about? You know, Patrice Lumumba, you know, Marcus Garvey, um, you know, Malcolm X, all, all of, you know, they, you're not being taught about this no. in school at any level unless you particularly take collegiate black studies uh, courses. Grammar school, forget it. High school, forget it. You know, you have to seek these courses out to learn about these people and the impact they had in the United States and to, to black people in, America, in the United States. I hate saying America. Why is that? Because it's arrogant. Canada is America. America is arrogant? El Salvador just... is America. It's Central America. I see what you So when you say America, that's like saying boy. Hmm. Well, which boy? There's 10 boys over there. Boy. So the boy, America, boy. So the United States, you know, Belize is America, right? Mm -hmm. Central America, but America nonetheless. Um, so the impact that these people had in the United States and even outside of the United States, you know, because Malcolm X uh, visited Fidel Castro and they talked. Mm. You know, Fidel Castro was a fan of Nelson Mandela and vice versa. You know, there's a lot that if you really want to know, you're going to have to self-educate. Because they're not going to teach you. Of course not. Of course not. They're not going to teach you. I mean, in fact, not only that, they, 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 are going to, they are going to try, they, the system, etc. We can get into they another time, but they are going to twist what is true. I mean, Kellyanne Conway said it best. Alternative facts. We have alternative facts. So either it's a fact or it's not. It shouldn't be an alternative fact. You know, it's either a fact or it's not. So that being said, if you really want to understand um, certain truths about certain periods of time, you're going to have to, you're going to have to take the initiative and learn about it yourself. Mm. You know, and honestly, I got tired of saying things that were inaccurate. It sounded like an idiot. And I said, you know, that's not going to happen to me ever again. I can do better. And I'm going to. And so that's when I began to get serious about educating myself. You know, it's so crazy you say that because that's how I feel the epiphany I've had mm -hmm. as of late, you know, with everything going on in the world. Because now with social media, you know, everyone's an expert at everything if you don't know. <laughs> everyone's now a medical expert, oh, a history man. expert, whatever. But it's like you really realize like, man, 
I need to know what I'm talking about. You know, because if I don't know what I'm talking about, it's almost as irresponsible to listen now. To just start throwing information you don't know that's not. I even tell my there. nephews and my little cousins. Huh? You know, or my cousin's cousin, my cousin's son, rather. I tell them you can only fake it for so long. Mm. You can only fake it for so long. You know what? Hey, you're 19, you're 20, kid. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. But eventually, you are going to run across someone that's going to say, "Tell me more." <laughs> hmm. and they don't let you talk, and then they're just going to tear your ass up, knowing that you don't know what. Of you're course not. About. But they're going to let you, and then they're going to say, "Let me make sure I understand what you're saying." You said this, right? Mm-hmm. And you, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, then they're going to light your ass up. Mm. So you can only fake it for so long. You need to know what you're talking about. Mm. Or have the humility to say, you know what, I don't know enough about this subject to really comment on it. Yeah. But what I can do is, is look into it. Mm. If that's something that interests you. But don't just go spouting off because you read some article on Google. Then I got a... I got a buddy who I grew up with, right? Yeah. Black and Puerto Rican, excuse me. Trump supporter. So he's always sending me these articles, these links to articles online with his point. I open the article up and I reply, did you even read this? this? Because if you had read this, you... Probably wouldn't have sent it. But he just saw the headline and, oh, I'm going to send this article to prove my point. Well, number one, you need to read it to make sure the information is on par. Mm. They're just headline crappers. Well, I read somewhere or I saw, well, you know, they said, well, who's they? You know? Well, I'm going with what, yeah, no, and it's like, and on all sides, on all sides, it's all headlines. No, all, absolutely. It's, it's just this huge exchange of just headlines, 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 headlines on both sides. And there's also this thing people talk about called, uh, I think, like cognitive bias, meaning. Of course, yes. If you, there's so much information out there, whatever you believe, you can find things that will prove whatever Support you believe. Support what you believe. So then it gives you that validation, like, oh, good, yeah, okay, see, this article said that it's okay. What are you drinking, by the way? What do you got right there? Oh, man, just uh, just some blue label. Johnny Walker. Want some? Another time. Another time. I haven't had a glass of whiskey. I, I used to Another drink. time. Another time. It's 30 years old. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's now or nothing. It's now or nothing. <laughs> you sure? I'll get you a little bit. It's tempting. Maybe we'll see how this goes. We'll see. I'll probably stick to the wall. Man, this... Hey, man. You, There's three you, things I don't force people to do. What's that? Take my money, eat my food, or drink my liquor. <laughs> so, if you think I'm... Hey, You cheers. offered, and I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah. It's good that I offer, because most people are, hey, this is in the back. Hey, the bar is over there, but there's certain shit that ain't on the bar. Yeah, what you just said, there's so many... I don't know whether to start with Instagram... <laughs> Start with women, or maybe we can combine the two. <laughs> hey, man, you know you're the host. Yeah, because I, because <laughs> I definitely you I definitely appreciated. You know, I feel that 
And I mean this in the most complimentary way. Like you have definitely a strong masculinity about you, about becoming a man. Like, right, you know, you've right. taught me a lot about right. fashion. Right. Uh, I learned more about liquor today. Don't definitely, mm -hmm. if I have high end liquor, don't put ice in it or anything yeah, foreign. Top shelf. You've given me a lot of advice with dealing with women and interactions. And I kind of, you know, especially those people that don't know you, like, what I really appreciate, appreciate about your expect, or, uh, perspective is you seem to be like a dying breed in a way, in mm. terms of yeah. Man, the, the, manhood and being a man the, and the, dealing with certain things because everyone's on their phones now and everyone with the Instagrams yeah. and the dating apps and the. So I, I don't know, just kind of take. Yeah, the man, ability. that's. Um, yeah. It's so true, and because it's so true, it's equally disturbing. Mm. You know, because I tell these young cats, you know, to ask me something, look it up, man. That, that device you have in your hand, that's a computer. Look it up. You know, it's not for taking pictures of you with duck lips and, you know, hey, look at me. Okay, I'm looking at you. Now what? And see, that's what we need to start doing. That's what we need to start doing. What's that? Hey, look at me. Okay. I'm looking at you. What you got? Why do I want to look at you? So I'm looking at you. What do you What do you do? Or, you got you just my want, yeah. You yeah. got my attention. Okay. Now so what? yeah. Not right. Not what? Right. And then they're gonna realize how foolish and shallow that is. So that's what we should start doing. Okay, I'm looking at you. So what? What do you got? You gonna tell me something brilliant? Tell me something I can use. This practical. You're going to start juggling? What are you going to do? Right. Oh, you just want me to look at you. Oh, okay. Get this clown out of here. You know? Mm -hmm. In fact, who let him in? Mm. That's what we need to start doing. Start looking at him. To let them know, man, you just... You know, you, all right. It's funny, because when I was... <laughs> I've been I've been fortunate to work at two of the hottest nightclubs in the country mm -hmm. at a particular time, which was Body English inside the Hard Rock, yeah, and Dow, which most people pronounce Tao. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> T A O. It's 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 pronounced Dow in the Venetian. Yeah. And you know, I'm talking. This was the hottest nightclub in the country. Yeah. United States. And I remember Christopher Jordan was the door manager at Dow. And I was working with him. And he would say, KC, I need you to go and start pulling groups of guys out of the line. And, you know, <laughs> when I first started working with him, I said, and do what with them? He said, send them home. Or send them somewhere else. They're not getting in. And, all right. But the line would be wrapped. So if anybody knows, knows that nightclub, they'll know what this is. The line would be wrapped around. Oh, yeah, I remember. And then yeah. down the stairs, yep. man. And so these, 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 these women, these women would walk up. Well, they would walk up to the line. Uh, 
can I help you? Yeah, we want to get in. And I say, uh, well, everyone wants to get in. No, but we're a group of girls and we're hot. Which is actually, you know, opinion, perspective. Mm-hmm. But I would tell them, I said, hey, baby, come here, come here, come here. Turn around. You, you see that line? This hot girl on that line. Why do I want to let you in? We're hot. There's hot girls waiting in line. Why do I want to let you in? Get out of here. You know? So, I'm saying that to say when it comes to all these Instagram people, it's the same thing. Look at me. Mm. I'm hot. Okay, yeah. So... Can you help me with my taxes? <laughs> Can you help me get 24 points on my credit score? You know, what can, you know, what? okay, you're, you're good looking. Now you have my attention, now what? Mm. No, but then you got all these chumps. Oh, babe, you're so high. Uh, which fuels that nonsense and... We're gonna have a generation. We're gonna have. We're gonna have a large swath of the of this twenty-something generation that cannot do anything, man. Mm. I mean, they can't do. They they can't think. You gotta tell them. You gotta tell them. Get in the shower. Turn on the water. Get wet. Grab the soap. Grab the wash rag. Well, that's the black thing. Wash rags. Uh, white folks just grab the soap and just <laughs> guilty. <laughs> so, hey, you go to Sam's house, bring your own bar of soap. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. I mean, you know what, what? What's the saying? You know, teach a man or give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man a fish, two fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. Sure. So you're saying there's gonna be a lot of people out there. They're not gonna know how to fish. Correct. Correct. I'd like to know how many of these young cats can actually change a tire mm. on a vehicle, car, mm-hmm. start to finish. Mm. You know, of course, I don't know the number, but I would be willing to bet there are more who cannot than who can. You know, like I have my, my cars, I change my own oil. In my cars, I could take it and get it done, but I do it myself. You know, just things around the house that need fixing, repair. I don't think these young cats can do that, man. And it's it's sad. You know, um, what I don't want to do is put masculinity on trial Mm. because... I think to a certain degree that's subjective. You know, who am I to say what masculinity is? I know what I think or how I view it, but my word isn't final. You know, and it's it's a it's a very sticky it's a sticky um 
That's a sticky, thorny topic, man. Mm. But at the same time, well, it's just, man, you know, it's tough. Well, kind of going with what you're saying about people not being able to change the tire, what, what do you think, I mean, I, obviously probably technology and, uh, you know, people being so into their cell phones and not really connected to the outside sure. world. And then parents that are like that are going to train their kids to be like that. And then those kids are going to train those kids to be like that. So kind of the ways get lost along the way, you know, in terms of, I mean, we're using changing attire as an example, but basic human things. Yeah, um, basic human attitudes, I would say. Hmm. Human attitudes, they're changing. Are they for the better? I don't know. Um, time will dictate that, but uh, it's a new era, so to speak. And I think that's where we are having a challenge adjusting, you know, because, you know, it's going to be interesting to find out what, 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 <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember many years ago, man, this chick, man, she's a beautiful woman, man, very capable. She said, the only thing I need a man for is to get me pregnant, and I really don't even need that. And I thought it was funny, mm. you know, ironically funny. Um, and I took pause to what she was saying, but now I'm thinking, man, what are, what, what are these guys really good for? Mm. You know, you can't change the tire, man. You can't, you ain't doing this, you ain't doing that. What does a woman need you for? You know, all of y'all are stupid. Go to a restaurant. Look at the family. They all doing this at the dinner table. There's no connection there. You ain't, you know, you're not conveying any sense of um, tradition. Not to say that every tradition is good, but there's certain structural values. And I'm not saying the value is good or 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 not. But when it, we're talking about society as a whole, we're gonna we're, we are about to have a major shift, hmm. and I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. Kind of can go either way, right? Depending on how we handle it, or is it inevitable? Um, well, change is inevitable. Um, the question is. You know, is it just going to be functional? Are we just going to be, you know, is this just the way it is? Or are we going to say, no, that's not conducive to a uh, healthy society because of or mm. whatever. You know, people are just, man, they're just so freaking lazy, man. Mentally, they're just so mentally lazy. And uh, it's exhausting, man. It's exhausting. I, you know, I don't know, man. To be honest with you, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's... 
Because as much as the technology has made everything easier, oh, you mm -hmm. just push a button, you just do this. Especially like this whole time during these lockdowns and everything, mm -hmm. we've had a lot more isolation. And there's good parts to that, but for me personally, it hits a certain point where you realize how important human connection really is. I mean, just you and I having this conversation right now feels right. amazing. Right. I think it's like, man, it's been so Exchange long. Exchange ideas, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talk on the phone, of course, all the sure. time, and we can do that, but you're never going to replace that authentic right. human connection. And I right. feel like the way things are, they're just getting us to a point where, like, look, you don't need anybody. You, right. can, you just need your phone. Right, right. Yeah, so you look at people at the bus stop. They don't talk anymore. They're on their phones. Or they got their, 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 they're connected. They're plugged in. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that affects empathy. Because, mm -hmm. hey, it's not my problem. Oh, well, it sucks for you. Um, but we fail to look. You know, everything is on a macro level. I mean, a micro level. Everything is on a micro level. Mm -hmm. Oh, it sucks for you. Lost my job. Well, how many other people lost their job? Well, so many, if X amount of people in this community lose their jobs, so then what, what, what's going to happen? They're going to lose their homes, property value. You know, so it, it, it compounds. It spreads. But we as a society are so, in the United States, are so self-centered, which is so self-centered. This is me. I'm an island. You know, the only time the United States is actually united is when it's a national tragedy. Like the Oklahoma City bombing. Twin Towers coming down. Mm -hmm. Oh, now we're unified. Yeah. Unless it's the Muslims. <laughs> you know, Twin Towers went down. Anyway, um, but it's, it's a me, I society and you know I, I don't I don't I don't know what's going to happen with this election I just really don't well and you know this is a topic and it's a topic of multiple topics <laughs> sure um just kind of the state of everything right now just right. you know pick it pick a pick pick the thing you know you want to discuss but mm -hmm. one thing I've appreciated um you among some of my other friends who are black, you know, sharing with me your perspective. Cause it's one thing I've realized is I can never truly understand right. from your seat. Right. I can do as much research as sure. possible and educate myself and listen as much as I can. Right. But it really, what hit me the most is I will never understand sitting in your position, right. what that feels like. And I think you're a person who does, obviously educate himself, has been educating mm -hmm. himself and uh, knows who he is. And I'm just curious if you could just share with some of your perspective from a black man in America or not America, United States of America, you know, kind of just maybe your thoughts on some things or, you know, your feelings or um, how you're seeing it all right now. Or maybe how people can maybe better understand. You know, I, I, I think first off, you know, black, black folks are individuals, mm -hmm. but we do have a common thread. You know, we're cut from the same cloth. Um, and that is we're all, you know, we're all black or uh, 
and our 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 story in the United States is very unique. It's very unique. Um, you know, you look at the Chinese who who came over to work on the railroads and you know eighteen uh, hundreds, etc. They voluntarily they voluntarily came over here. Uh, you look at the Latin community um, south of the border. Well, they they chose to come. Now the United States. Um, the only people in, in this country that are united in struggle are black people and natives, Native Americans. Because the Native Americans were here and, well, we know the story. And then Africans were brought here and forced into servitude. Uh, so, yeah, we, we do have a very different perspective. We really do. And they're trying their best to rewrite history or to water it down or to uh, take an NC-17 movie and make it PG as, as much as possible. And what that does is you lose facts and you lose the importance of why people are or feel the way they feel. And I think that's unfortunate, but it's incumbent upon, it's incumbent upon people that want the truth, man. You know, and that's, that's what it really boils down to. Do you want to be served some shit that makes you feel better? Or do you really want to make the United States better? By saying, this is a problem, let's address it, here's a remedy for it, and now, because of that remedy, we can heal and be better. You know, think of it, think of it as a, a medical situation. You know, if you never get your leg fixed, you're always going to have that limp. Don't get upset when someone points out your limp. Man, you need to get that fixed. I can walk just fine. Well, you are walking, but no, you can't walk just fine. Because when that dog jumps the fence, you can't run. Or when that guy starts chasing you, you, you can't run. Get your leg fixed. Sure, it's going to hurt, but get it fixed. We refuse to do that. Mm. We just refuse. You know, I think... <laughs> You know, the, 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 the English language is filled with millions of words, millions of words. But I find it ironic that some of the hardest words to say are the shortest words. I was wrong. I am wrong. We can't do that. We can't do it. You know, with our arrogance, you know, we self-destruct through arrogance and pride. And it's unfortunate. So I guess maybe after saying that, like, in your opinion, what are the next steps in terms of what, what can be done or what should be done? How do we fix the leg? 
Well, well, first off, you have to say, yeah, my leg's broken. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you got to do. You know, what's this Trump trying to refute the 1619 project? You know, those are just facts, man. These, these are facts that, and you know what I'm talking about when I say 1619? In 1619 when well, slavery first actually, came to... the, the, Well, yeah, but New York Times last year to mark the 400th year mm-hmm. of when the first Africans who were enslaved arrived on shore. And I hate it when people call them slaves. You know, it's, it's dehumanizing. They were enslaved. These are people. You know, a slave is not your title. That's not who you are. You're a person who happens to be in this set of circumstances. So when the people were enslaved, uh, the first, the first um, ships arrived in the year 1619 to the United States. So last year, the New York Times did a project, 1619 project, and it chronicled you know, what, what had happened and just some of the, you know, the business of slavery was extremely inhumane. It's very brutal. It's dehumanizing, demoralizing, suppressive, oppressive, and savage. And I, and my personal belief is this never wants to be addressed fully because, you know, you're, you're going to realize some things about the people in this country that may cause you to look at it differently. I got a book down there. Uh, it's down there. You see the House of Carls? Yeah. We're under that. Grab it. Without sanctuary? Yeah. Grab that book, man. Just pull it out. You're a little... And, uh, no, no, no. That's for you, man. But, no, no. It's for you to check out. But that book chronicles wow. every documented lynching that happened in the United States. Oh, my God. And Jesus. that's the reality here. That's the reality, man, because this is this is heavy, heavy stuff. And this happened. These are people, these are individuals, these people had families, they had wives, they had dreams. Uh, and this happened to them only because they were black. And um, this country just does not want to come to terms with that. Yeah, it's brutal stuff. But this is what needs to be talked about. This is what needs to be shown. The fact that they were even taking pictures. They made postcards out of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was like an event. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, Um, I see what you're saying when you said the... uh, we're talking about something that's NC-17. Yeah. 
but you know what they're trying to make it PG I mean I remember that's kind of how it was when I was growing up uh, in middle school or elementary school when they teach you about it it's a very oh you know they they helped them out around the I mean I remember Bill O'Reilly yeah black people built the White House but they were well fed and had housing what are you talking about man Mm. You know, you have women who are enslaved sexually. They feed them. They have houses. Yeah, and, and that's the type of stuff that you hear on Fox News. That's the type of stuff you hear on OAN Network, you know, and these people want to to perpetuate that because, man, it's, I don't want to feel bad. You don't want to feel bad? Well, how do you think that makes us feel? You know, so you know, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in this country. Man. Right. I really think that the young people have got to, to, to really take the lead in mobilizing and getting all these old heads out of here. You got to get these old heads out of here, man. I know, I know that sounds a little abrasive, but. It, you know, if, if 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 they're still thinking that, what good is it? It's like you trying to support your family and some old person gives you a, a 25 cent tip and think they're doing something. It's like, what am I going to do with this? Lady, this ain't 1920. Oh, here you go, young man. You did a fine job. <laughs> I can't even buy a Coca-Cola with 50 cent. You know, I can't buy a pack of gum. Well, you can buy a double, man. It's still a quarter, right? 35 cent. Anyway, yeah. you know my point. Yeah, man. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just, got to get these old heads out of here, man. But they got the money. They got the power. They're holding on to it. And so, I don't know. What do we need? A tale of two cities revolution? We just need a total, total economic, economic collapse where the dollar means nothing. And we start from scratch, and then it's yeah. Now we're gonna rewrite this. You know, I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen. I think Donald Trump is already stoking the the flames of of fraud, mail in ballots. So I don't know, man. I'm stocked up on ammo. Well, you live here in Vegas. I'm sure a lot I'm of people are. up on ammo. Hey, look here, man. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Mm-hmm. To quote Machiavelli, Tupac. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, do you see us ever? And this is something that I've really thought about. And I, again, like I... I think as we were talking earlier, mm-hmm, I think one of the biggest mm-hmm. things you can do instead of trying to act like you know what you're talking about with people is saying like, hey, I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. Uh-huh. Here's what I've been thinking. Is racism something that can ever go away? Do you see it? Will it ever go away? Or will it always, as long as two people have... You know, here's the funny thing about... Here, here's the funny thing about that. Is that, you know, so I'm in, I'm in, I'm in school... And I'm studying sociology 
And the thing is, is that, you know, people are pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. They are because they took, uh, so, so I get a, a newsletter, monthly newsletter called the society pages, something that sociology, uh, sociologists write, et cetera, distribute among themselves. And there was this particular article in there. You know, so they surveyed Republicans, they surveyed Democrats, asked them the same questions. 90 plus percent of them answered the same. Republicans and, and Democrats. And independents. They all answered the same. So is we all have very similar wants, ideals, but people are finding a way to be divided instead of being united or mm. together. Mm -hmm. Sure. You like Pepsi, I like Coke. But we both like cola. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That tastes slightly different. But that doesn't mean you're ostracized and you you know not nah, nah, Pepsi people over there. Right. Still, we both like cola. We both like soft drinks. The only one difference is yours is Pepsi, mine is Coke. And if you put I mean glasses, half these cats ain't gonna be able to tell the difference anyway. Especially when you put a little jack in it. You know, so why why are we having all this division? Because keep these people divided, you can do what you want. That's why they killed Fred Hampton. You know, he got these white people saying, what you fighting against me for? Y'all broke too. And they said, you know what? You are right. He said, what you fighting against me for? Your schools are shitty too. He got them white people together. He got them Puerto Ricans together. Fred Hampton? Fred Hampton. And then what did they do? FBI? Chicago police, they went in there and killed him. Because his message was resonating. People were uniting. He was saying, what, why are you fighting against blacks? How are you? You're broke too. And they said, you know what? We're all broke. Huh. What's this guy? So tell me more. Mm. He's starting to make sense. Of course he's making sense. Yeah. But that's the problem. Yeah. You make sense. We need confusion. Mm. You know? We, 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 we need confusion. We need doubt. We need... Look, man, there's certain things that are just true. Period. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna diss and knock Marxism uh, until the wheels fall off. And I don't, I'm not 100% in agreement with Marxism. But Marxism makes, yeah, these people have it. And then now you got all these other people fighting for the crumbs. Instead of us saying, hey, wait a minute. They got the bread. They can't even eat it all. So instead of making $10 billion a year, you can make nine and pay people a living wage, which will ultimately help your business because now they have money to buy products that you sell. But no, they need a thousand foot yacht. Nine hundred, mm, gotta have be a, gotta be a thousand.
But, you know, Malcolm X said, you know, if you listen to these people long enough, they will have you hating the victim and loving your oppressor. And that's what's, that, that, that is what's happening. Why does Jeff Bezos have $126 billion? Why does he have a room with 26 bathrooms? And there are homeless people. It's just, it's totally imbalanced. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. You do think there should be a balance, though, because obviously you need people that right. are innovators and entrepreneurs that will create. Absolutely. And see, that's just, You're just saying it needs to yeah, be. That's, yeah, we yeah, need, yeah, to, have, we need to bring up the even it. They say, well, you know, that's going to stifle. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's bullcrap, man. Twenty-six bathrooms. Could you settle for eighteen? <laughs> that way, we could take some of that money. You know, buy some land, get some of these container shipping containers, make little homes for them. That way, people aren't living on the street. They have some dignity, a mailing address. You know, phone line, they can apply for a job, take a shower. You know, it, 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 it don't have to be Taj Mahal, man, but give them some dignity for Christ's sake. Nah, he did something wrong. No, this guy did everything right. And you know what? The company kicked his ass out, fired on the street, no severance, while this guy who ran the company into the ground walked away with you know, 10 foot, 12, 15 million dollar golden parachute. Come on, man. And I'm telling you, it's only a, only a matter of time until this comes to a head. You know, it's only a matter of time before it comes to a head, man. You know, all revolutions, you know, Che Guevara... When, you know, I read some of the stuff that he wrote, it's just, man, these revolutions, that's all they understand. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because it doesn't have to be that way. All it takes is a little empathy and a little humanity. You know? These home, you know, these people that are, mm, well, you know. It's, it's going to be a trip, man. It's going to be a trip. All right, man. Well, we we could be talking for 10 hours. Sure. You know, we didn't yeah. mention your artwork yet or the yeah. fact that you are a children's book author. Yeah. That, yeah, you know, we'll talk about that next time. But, hey, man, great to see you. Right. Much appreciated. We're going to do a uh, lot here soon. Yeah, I hope so. Love we got some projects coming up. Some projects coming Four up. Fee, uh Chico Spitz, got some videos, you know, we, we've been, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, eventually San Fernando, baby. San, it's coming. San Fernando, y'all, check it out. It's coming. Yeah, I'm going to be in that mug. People can follow you at Hanging with KC. Yeah, H-A-N-G-N-W-I-T-H-K. C on Instagram, um, you know, but I, I ain't one of them. I ain't one of them people, man. That's always on there posting shit yeah. that I ate for breakfast or yeah, you know, I post. Yeah, hit me up though. Check it out. Okay, all right, my friend. Much love as always. All right. Until the next one. Right. Cheers.